wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in. It is another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast here on IdahoSports.com. Talking the great sport of wrestling every Tuesday night live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account, as well as the Idaho Wrestling News Facebook page. And we're also trying out tonight uh, on our website, IdahoSports.com. So you do not have to have a social media account per se to tune into the show. You can go to IdahoSports.com, click on Game Streams at the top of the homepage, and you can click on the Matt Chat Prepcast and tune in there. Of course, if you want to be a part of the conversation, though, you've got to be on social media, and that is what this show is all about, uh, tuning in each week and talking with the wrestling community at large. As everybody's hanging out tonight and and taking in the, uh, the wrestling talk, and there's plenty to get to for sure, if you could hit the Like button, and then share this when we're all wrapped up. That'll help everybody that wasn't able to tune in live tonight find it a little easier amongst all the social media algorithms and all that good stuff. So big thanks to everybody uh, for hitting that like button and then sharing it as well. All right, I'm Brandon Bainey, but let's introduce you to our panel tonight. Of course, the busiest man in wrestling show business, Coach Al Fontes. What's up, Al? Not much. Uh, how you doing? Doing good. Hey, new year. We're off and running. Let's, let's also welcome in tonight, Jacob Eck. Jacob, we've got you How's live in the house tonight. What's going oh, on? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah, you're here. here. You're out. <laughs> I'm, uh, we got a new Tonka truck, so baby's good for now. We'll see. Uh, Occupado for the moment. We'll see if... Uh, <laughs> for me, Jacob. If All that right. continues for sure. Hey, also here tonight, we didn't get a chance to talk to him pre-show because he slid in as I was doing the intro, but here he is. Brian Zollinger, what's up, Brian? <laughs> what's going on, diehards? How are we? <laughs> Doing good. Good. Doing really good. Hey, everybody that's in the chat tonight, uh, let us know who you're representing, what school you're cheering for. If there is a school, uh, an athlete, a coach you want to give a shout out to, if there's a question you want to ask the panel, throw it in the comments. We'll throw it up on the screen. And also, you know, we want to try something else out here tonight. Tell us where you're watching from. You know, we know we get a lot of people from Idaho, but I'm curious, do we have any relatives that are watching from out of state? So if you want to let us know where you're watching from tonight as well, that'll give us an idea what kind of footprint Idaho wrestling is making nationwide because we know the stock has continued to increase. Okay. Uh, comments already rolling in here. Pablo says, Al is the man. No, Pablo's in. the man. Pablo's <laughs> like me. That guy puts in a lot of time, loves wrestling. Uh, he gave me a lot of stats for uh, Doc B. So, he, I mean, when I start spitting out what happened there, uh, it's because of him. Thank you, Pablo. Yep, and Pablo hanging out in Riverside, California. I'm jealous, guys. It is cold and frigid. Mother Nature wreaking all sorts of havoc up here in Idaho. They're wearing uh, Bermuda shorts there. <laughs> for sure uh, all right also here tonight uh michael says go minico wrestling we're going to talk about minico for sure miguel also says minico spartan spartan strong megan of course is here from lewiston uh john says great to see all four of you online today yeah it's kind of rare that all four of us are here but yes this should be a lively discussion for sure uh, here's Xerxes go skyline Grizzlies. Of course, Tanya Jolly is here tonight. She is a mom in the house. Tanya, where, where are you from? Where are you watching tonight? Let us know. 
Um, Becky is here. She's in Coeur d'Alene, but she is repping for Kellogg. Go Wildcats. Uh, we've got uh, Kather uh, Piper here from Lewiston. Anthony says, let's go Fruitland. Tanya, oh, mom of Bridger Jolly. Okay. And from Firth. There it is. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. There it is. Uh, let's see. Jacqueline, of course, Post Falls Trojans. Uh, Tiffany and Brian, let's go Warriors. Congrats to Carson Gooley for placing at Doc B. Lynn is here from Post Falls. Todd watching from Yuma, Arizona tonight. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Elise is here from Minico. Jeremy from Idaho Falls. Jamie is here from Buell. So we have got a good sampling of people in the chat tonight. And keep those comments and questions rolling all night long. We do this show for you, the fans. Of course, we always start the show off with the best thing that we saw from the week that was. Jacob, since you're here for the first time in a couple weeks, I'll let you bat lead off. What was the best thing you saw from the last week? Mm, I'll say Axford and Burton. The three-timer on three-timer, D1 on D1. That was, I mean, possibly the biggest, highest-profile match I know maybe he's ever seen. Those two, with who they're going to be one day or who they already are, Fargo Americans, Iowa, all that stuff. So both gone D1. It's pretty impressive. It was an epic battle for sure. And now, of course, both of them in the 4A class. Or, well, I guess Nampa's 5A. No, in, in my head, I still think of Nampa as a 4A, but they are 5A now. But yes, we got the matchup we wanted to see there with Exford and uh, Coulter Burton for sure. Um, Jacqueline says, let's go Hamilton boys from Post Falls. Coach Donovan Nieder in the house tonight. Go Idaho Falls Tigers. Or Ni Coach Nieder, excuse me. Uh, Daniel is here from Timberlake. Steph is from Fruitland, Rob Sherrill from Sandpoint, Christina repping Post Falls, and we love Ann. She's from Jerome repping the Tigers. Eddie is in the chat tonight from Firth. Tom, of course, representing the Century Diamondbacks. Uh, and also Amber wants to give a shout out to uh, CHS Wrestling. Caldwell was on fire this past week as well. Brian, I'll go to you next. What was the best thing that you saw from the week that was? Man, you can't go with, wrong with what Jacob said. That match was fire. Um, but I'm going to say overall, just the uh, the way Idaho repped at Raleigh Lane. We had questions last week of would Idaho have more champions in out-of-state. And it was 13-2 to two Idaho on the boys' side and 8-4 to four on the girls' side. So Idaho repped well. So congratulations, Idaho, and well repped. Yeah, cleaned up for sure. Um, uh, Al, what was the best thing you saw from the last week at the Raleigh lane, the team team race? I mean, Minico for a team, 190 points. They had five, uh, placers, one champion fruitland three, a 189.5. They were a half a point away. <laughs> they had four placers and two champs. Nampa was in third. They were close. Uh, I mean, they had three champs and four placers. So just watching the team dynamic was was incredible. Now, granted, some teams weren't full strength, but it doesn't matter. They came there. Minico and Fruitland and Nampa were ready to wrestle. Just goes to show that uh, us on the show here, the experts, quote unquote, we don't know anything, guys. Right? <laughs> what was the talk last week? Oh, Meridian, Meridian, Meridian. And then look, it was Minico and uh and, and uh fruitland and napa duking it out for, for the title it was a really impressive 
finish. Uh, the best thing I saw from the past week was a pair of East Idaho athletes crossing the 100 win mark in their careers. DJ Nider from Idaho Falls and also Riker Vale from Bonneville. Brian, those are a couple guys from your neck of the woods. 100 wins in their careers. Yep, both amazing wrestlers, and they, they actually squared off this week. Both placed in the top six and had a great match between them. It was fun to watch that match as well. Yeah. I know you had a tough one with Barnhart of uh, Post Falls. That was a tight, tight match in the, uh, in the uh, I think it was the semis. I can't remember where it was, but it came down to the wire. Yep, for sure. All right, well, we've already got uh, shout-outs, questions, comments queued up in the chat here, guys, so we'll dive right into it. Uh, Jacob, Zach says, uh, I'm biased, but the Bowen and Packer final was fire. What do you think? If, if I'm being biased, it made me a little sad, but I mean, it was a good match. Packer and Packer never gets tired. Yeah. Ever gets tired. <laughs> Two takedowns near fall in the third period. It's tough. It was good to see those two guys. I don't think they've ever been. I don't think Soto's ever had anybody ever can go make the finals. South hasn't been in four or five years probably since two since two guys you know packer makes the final wins it it was good for him yeah yeah and that weight scout santos you remember how tough he was for mountain view of or i was in oregon I mean, that guy took third so that way was pretty competitive yeah and coach Nider agrees guys best thing i saw was jackson packer keeping his composure and getting that championship win uh for sure uh jimmy train you know repping fruitland here he said Quinn Hood was on fire day two, Al, representing Fruitland. Yeah. I mean, these guys, I mean, they the the, the competition was tough. I, this was a solid tournament. Um, you know, we had a lot of out-of-state representation, uh, but Idaho represented really well. I think, uh, you know, we had seven out of the uh, – uh, of all the champions, we uh, – I think uh, top ten teams, we had seven were from Idaho. Um, individual champions didn't we have like 13 out of the yep. 15 two out of state so uh i mean overall idaho represented really well at this tournament you know the out-of-state teams uh with you know, we had what california nevada oregon utah and washington they, i think they represented about 40 percent of the places but no overall idaho represented yeah no doubt um more shout outs coming in here uh wendy here tonight she says go kellogg yeah the wildcats um guys we got garrett vale in the chat tonight for minico he says let's go minico uh brian what an incredible performance that was for minico to come through and win uh raleigh lane yeah it, it was impressive i mean i mean they're deep and we knew it and you know they're definitely the favorite to win 4a we've talked about that before on the show but you know, with 5A there, that was impressive, the way they pulled that out. And all of the wrestlers looked strong. I mean, they had somebody placing, it seems like, every other weight at least. So, you know, I don't know how many of the weights they had to place her, but I think it was probably eight or nine of the weights. So it was impressive performance. So I, I looked at that stat, uh, Brian. Minico had five placers. They, were, they won it. The, uh, most teams had anywhere from two to four placers in the top ten. This was tough this year. I mean, there was no more, no team had more than five placers, but the average was around two or three, roughly in the top 10. This was pretty competitive. Yeah, it was really some really intense battles there, especially as we got down towards the very end of, of the brackets there on Saturday. Uh, Sam, IdahoSports.com, super fan from North Idaho. 
First time uh, checking in on the Matt Chat Prep Cast. I'll be listening to more of these for sure. Sam's a big hoops head, but maybe we can convert him, guys. What do you think? <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. Okay. Uh, Trey Gibson in the house tonight from St. Mary's. He was a heck of a running back during the football season. He's an outstanding wrestler uh, as well from uh, St. Mary's up here in North Idaho. Um, okay. Pablo uh, is here from California. Al, he was talking about uh, Doc B a little bit, and we'll get into that in a second. But he also wanted to give a shout out to Central Catholic coming up from California for having three placers and one champion at Raleigh Lane. We knew when they came up, they were going to provide some pretty stiff competition now. Yeah, I mean, the, the kid, I think it was at 132. He's a sophomore, ranked number two in California. He's the real deal. Um, I don't think Alex he, Gutierrez is tough. He is tough. And, and remember the kid we said that was ranked 22? I think he might have taken third at Raleigh. So uh, they overall, they had, the kids they brought were ready to wrestle. These kids were solid. I think their 20-pounder lost first round, came back, took third or fourth. Yeah. Their 13-pounder wrestled pretty well. Yeah. So They're good. Yeah. And in the end, it did come down to, to Minico and Fruitland. Tiffany and Brian say congrats. Minico and Fruitland both wrestled great, great showing by those smaller schools. And Garrett says, hey, we had a couple wrestlers hurt that couldn't finish all the way. And despite that, Jacob, they still were able to persevere and, and come through by half a point to get the dub. I didn't think they were that tough having guys win it all that stuff i knew they were good and deep but nobody said they had the guys that are gonna go out there and make finals or go top three on the podium all that stuff i didn't i if you had told us last week i was like ah oh, maybe maybe but they're they win they're right good job so they've made a believer out of you <laughs> yeah, Jacob. yeah I mean, it's four is there i was like oh bishop kelly maybe if things go right it's going to have to go really right. <laughs> it's there it's rough Bellinger, but that's it, right? One guy, yeah. Yeah. it all comes down to picking the right team. This team was ready. They were yeah. ready. They showed they can win. Brian, you take, Mike. You take out all the 5A, the 3A, all that, all that out-of-state competition, or even deeper. So, Yeah, it's going to be rough. Really yeah. <laughs> Eye opener for sure. Uh, Brian, Mike uh, wants to talk about that Brown versus Hensley 100 pound girls final. What a battle that was. That, that was fireworks, you know, to come down to four, three, uh, you know, Brown pulls it off at the end and, you know, Hensley, man, I first year, you know, she started wrestling this year. Her dad owns a martial arts uh, gym over here in Otto Falls. So she's been doing martial arts for her whole life and uh, just a natural. So that, that was a fun match come down to four, three and, Brown pulls it off. I mean, Brown the week before Sierra Nevada Classic was second. She's she's legit, and it's good to have her health team back on the mat. It was fun to watch. And yeah. Brian, she's a sophomore, correct? She is. Yeah, she got hurt mid. I think she was undefeated last year when she got hurt as a freshman and couldn't couldn't finish the season up. Or she'd be one. I I would just guess would be pushing for a four time state champion. Wow. More East I Idaho see. girls here. Chris Hunt says, "How about?" Zoe Ortiz down four with 15 seconds left in the semifinals pulls off the throw and near fall and ends up winning the whole thing. The next match also very impressive Al. Yeah, I'm impressed. You know, I was at the national uh, camp for, you know, I went to the boys camp and the girls camp for Fargo. I saw Zoe train. She trains tough. So it just didn't happen by accident. I can just see her work ethic is up there. She's, I mean, sky's the limit with her. She, she's a hard, tough wrestler. Train's really tough. So 
She she worked for this. Her parents were telling me she signed somewhere and they're about to reveal where. So that's another girl we'll have moving on to the next level and we should know where. Maybe they'll reveal it for us on this show here, but they wouldn't tell me where yet. <laughs> Not far. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's incredible. Um, okay, here's Chris Hunt. How about Riker Vale winning his medal match after dislocating his jaw in the third round, Jacob? <laughs> oh, you're on mute still, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. I, I, while he's on, I heard oh, he's got. Okay, his parents tell it, re, relay that story that you know, he popped it back in himself during the match. I mean, that's what that, that's legit. Yeah, he they, popped it back popped, in. Yeah, the jaw popped out during the match, and he popped oh. it back in and continued to wrestle. I mean, that that's what wrestling's all about. So, props to Riker. That's impressive. And he had to beat Barnhart. Yeah, Barnhart right. beat him up earlier in the tournament on the top side. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I can't even picture that in my head. Dislocating the jaw and popping it back in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's incredible, guys. Wow. Okay. Um, we have had several comments here about this young woman from Blackfoot who just exploded onto the scene. Uh, Steven says Conrad from Blackfoot only gave up three points all weekend long this was kind of her big coronation right guys she came out and really performed exceptionally well brian um winning raleigh lane in dominating fashion at, at 126 yeah i mean i've watched her train since she was a little girl and i just always on the road at practice every night from the ever ever since i've known her and you know i i wasn't surprised but the way she dominated was just just outstanding it's amazing and her work ethic and the drive is just super impressive. That's one freshman that's going to make a lot of noise because, I mean, she dominated the tournament. I, I was standing behind a mat, a bunch of coaches I didn't know just that had come over to watch, I think, the semifinal match and just just going, wow, you know, we thought this would be a match. And she she just destroyed the competition. So it was super impressive. And, of course, every week here on the Idaho Match Chat Prep Cast, we do coronate one uh, Idaho wrestler of the week. Could be a boy. Could be a girl. Just kind of depends on who really grabbed the headlines from the weekend. And guys, kind of a no-brainer here. It's Kiana Conrad, the 126-pound freshman from Blackfoot High School. Al, you know, she's in her first year of competing in high school, but already you can see under her accolades, she's already piled up some really impressive finishes. No, she's the next generation. I mean, you know, the pioneers, you have Sierra Foster, Alyssa Randles, uh, just to name a, a, a couple She's that next generation, and I, I see it only getting better. I mean, sky's the limit with uh, with uh, Kiana. I mean, she's she's tough. So it, it's going to be fun to watch her in the next several years uh, grow in this sport. And, Jacob, we were kind of talking offline before the show started tonight, and you were mentioning, you know, Kiana Conrad has, the, has a chance at, you know, one of the all-time great careers potentially when we look back on it. I mean, she could – I mean, her toughest match is, what, 6-0? That was the closest match. She could 6-0 probably was the closest. She, she either pen majored or uh, tech falled. That was the closest. She has a chance to be that, like that new face, of Idaho kind of thing. She could bonus her way through pretty much her whole entire career, which is pretty remarkable. If you really think about it. Yeah. So, congratulations to Kiana Conrad from Blackfoot, our Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast wrestler of the week very well earned and tough for a freshman to come in and accomplish so way to go kiana 
uh, Blackfoot, I know, and and really everybody was so proud to see you compete on Saturday at the Raleigh Lane. Um, yeah, and Mike agrees for a first year and battling the defending Raleigh Lane champ. She looks phenomenal. What a tournament for both of them. Yeah, we can get that can get kind of lost sometimes, Brian. You know, there can only be one champ, but there's a lot of really good runner ups from from Raleigh Lane also. Yeah, definitely. I mean, those finals matches, there were a lot of really good matches. Fun to watch the whole way through. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matthew Hamilton, of course, from Post Falls. Shout out to Post Falls. Four placers and a lot going deep into day two. Uh, we had talked about, you know, they were they didn't have Ryder uh, Seguin available, Al. Uh, they brought down, you know, two entirely separate teams, right? They had so many, they brought down a second team. What did you make of Post Falls and where they ended up finishing up? I mean, it's still early in the season. Uh, everyone's still getting adapted, adjusting to wait. Uh, I think I think come to, by the end of the year, they're going to be ready and they're going to challenge at the end of the year. This is just – it's still early in the season. Not everyone's full capacity right now. But I think what they have come into the year, they're going to challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. Um, not reared in magic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, Tina here tonight, to, uh, representing the slider family from Lewiston. Jolie killed it in a tough bracket. And, uh, of course, HA echoes that Jolie is the real deal. And Al, she is one of the seniors that we're keeping an eye on this year. In, in yeah, she, she's really talented. In fact, she's one of my hidden gems I'm working on. I'm be writing an article in the near future, you know, one state six year before two, you know, two time all American. Uh, she has a great career ahead of her. Talented. Yeah. And I, I think she's only a junior, actually. Only a junior, yes. But yeah, sorry, I misspoke. You guys are right. Um, yes, and Megan says, yep, Jolie is a junior. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about – Coach Snyder says, we have to talk about how 145 was one of the toughest and deepest brackets at Raleigh. And Matthew Martino walked through all the competition and totally dom dominated – He's someone that's going to be fun to watch throughout his career. What'd you make of his performance there, Jacob? I was getting ready to watch his semis, and then next thing you know, he's 16, 17 points on the board, and they're walking off. And I was like, <laughs> holy cow. Like, we knew he's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I've seen Matthew and Christopher wrestle forever. They've been a headache for a long time, but just ran through everybody. And then easy pin in the finals. Like, it was just another day. Yeah, and I believe this was okay, number Martino. three, right? This should be a title. Three, three, yep. He went. He won it last year. I don't know if he won it. As I think this. Player. I believe this is his third title. So, yeah. you know, so he's pretty solid. I was yeah, I interested once I saw him. Forty fives, fifty twos, getting bigger, but didn't matter. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, because you look at his weight. Everyone in that weight group was a state placer or champion. I don't know about the kid from out of state that he beat. I'm sure he's a state placer, but all the Idaho kids that placed were all either second, fourth in the state in their respective divisions. So pretty tough. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, that was a gauntlet for sure. Uh, we talked about this one a little bit already, but Corey wanted to reiterate Jackson Packer beating Tucker Bowen from Soda Springs, the D1 commit there. Uh, Billy and Chelsea say fun tournament. Loved seeing all the girls. Yes, some really good girls competition uh, going on there. Um we can come back to Raleigh Lane, of course, but I did want to hit on the other two big competitions that took place last week. Uh, starting with the Doc B, uh, I lost the comment way, way back, but uh, Pablo 
from Riverside wanted to give a shout out to everybody that competed. Yeah, here he goes. Uh, it was fun to watch those Idaho boys compete at Doc Buchanan. Great Greco Roman wrestlers. They can certainly compete with the best in the country. Al, what did you think of the contingent that we sent down to compete at Doc B? So remember when you asked me, to, I was asked a question, how tough is Doc B? I said, round one or two is it about what we see in our metal matches at Raleigh. Raleigh's a solid tournament, not taking anything. It's a solid tournament. Put in perspective, 20 California returning state placers from California did not place. 32 out-of-state wrestlers that were state champions or placers or All-Americans did not place. That tournament is at a different level. Um, I was asked, what do you think would be successful? Just placing. I think the fact that our three of four guys placed was solid. I mean, there's guys ranked fifth in the country that were like seven. So that's how tough that is. Mac Mogger took seventh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but seventh, but he was right there with the guy that was in the finals. He lost it at the last second. That's how close it is. Yeah. I'm D1. pretty sure Scalinger's bracket, all eight of all eight of the guys on the podium are all going D1. All or seven of eight, something. D1. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Decent> a <group. laughs> Yep. And Renee echoes those sentiments, guys. You don't have an easy match at Doc B. No, you do no, not. No easy matches. <laughs> yep. For sure. Uh, Cody wanted to know in the chat, uh, any word from our North friends on River City duels with weather still on for now? Bridget says, yes, still <laughs> on. So that'll be coming to North Idaho. Is that um, next week? Not this week and the following week, right? I think it's this weekend. It's Yeah, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Okay, because our team's going to Parma. We have Parma this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see, you know, maybe not everybody will be able to make it, but uh, depending on the weather, but it, it's going to be, it's going to be gnarly <laughs> weather coming through starting Thursday. So if you're going somewhere, get there early. That's what I would say. Um, let's, and, and Billy and Chelsea say, yep, the girls are going to be at uh, the Jaybird this weekend as well. So that's always a big one. Um, let's, let's talk about the Buell invite real quick too, though, guys, because uh, that's always kind of a who's who among three, a and two, a teams. Now, some of the, you know, teams split their squads up this year, like, you know, South Fremont sent a couple people to Raleigh lane, but overall out, you know, Buell came out and defended home turf. And, and I thought, you know, delivered another big statement at the 50th annual Buell invite. Yeah. I mean, I look at bull. I think they had a total of 12 medalists overall I mean, four champions, seven guys in the finals, uh, Overall, in that tournament, there was 26 kids that were from their respective divisions that placed at state. So, yeah, there was some pretty solid competition there. Yeah, I was impressed. Jacob, what do you make of Buell at this midpoint of the season? I mean, it's first time winning their own tournament in four years, probably five years, because I think South won the last four. But getting Brunson back, I saw he weighed in, wrestled a match. That's pretty big for them. Mm -hmm. as long as he can be healthy i know they've got a little bit of injury bug but and then their 38 pounder that dude's been on absolute tear since like second weekend of season i don't think he's lost and then brunson has like 200 pins and 30 matches so yeah he, <laughs> he, he has all pins i looked at his thing today actually and he has a medical forfeit and all pins like, holy cow <laughs> oh, he, so you're gonna find him back so Jacob, we you know we talking about freshmen to watch. I uh, uh, 
was it Keon uh, Kaneko uh, Kakoa from Burley? He won it. Wiley Baylor from uh, Teton. I think uh, Ugly. Ugly. McGregor Miller, who's a, a freshman. A big kid, right? These guys were right there in the top one or two or three. So we got some good freshmen in that region. Three will be yeah. interesting with that. So, yeah. Uh, Brian, I wanted to get your opinion talking about the Buell invite. You know, Buell ran away with the title, but it was Marsh Valley that ended yeah. up taking second. They kind of get lost in the noise sometimes, but they've got a pretty solid program they've put together over the years also. They they do. I mean, you know, Morris is there. I, I think the Morris kid at 26 was top three. I think he was third. Uh, but, you know, Marsh Valley's got a lot of the – both Morris's actually. The, the one was second, one was third. Um, ooh. I think they medal about every weight. Dalkey at 52 won it. Uh, yeah, Gibson at 60. How you know? That's another one that signed. I think with Western Wyoming, we said, and, and Gibson's just an absolute stud and walked through it, pinning the finals. Um, I, Marsh Valley's a solid team. They're going to be right up there with Buell and South Fremont, Fruitland. Uh, you know, they're going to push. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know Morris. He's a solid kid. Benson from Snake River took third at state. What yep. Morris is a two-time placer. That's what I was saying at 26, that Frost Pugsley from Buell. I mean, the win that way to makes those guys. I mean, there's some good kids. Yeah. That's a pretty good weight, weight that day. Was. Yep, for sure. Hey, Garrett from Minico says, catch you guys later. Thanks for the pot. Garrett, we do this every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock your time, all right? Come back next week. We want to hear more from you yeah. and your Minico teammates, all right? We'll catch you later. <laughs> He's a busy guy. Um, Jacqueline says, uh, Jesse Viegas beat, uh, uh, Shank. Great match there, Jacob. Shank's good. I didn't think Jesse was going to beat him. Shank's one of my ones I thought was, could be the state champ. So it was a good match. Probably tough. The, the longer you go on day two, you know, the tougher things go, get a little momentum or get a little sad. You know, got beat, got a tough match, had two tough, three tough, four tough. It's it's tough. You see who really has, you know, is just all nails and all grit. That was yep. a good win, though. For sure. Tina gives a shout-out to Hoyt Haas from Lewiston. Battled hard, only lost to the champ. Uh, yeah, we've, we've talked about this uh, a couple of times, Brian, that psychology of if you drop a match, you know, <laughs> you, you could be down for a little bit, but you got you to gotta turn around and – and snap back into focus pretty quickly, right? You do. And Hoy did a good job. I mean, I think it was Gutierrez from Central Catholic Central that, that beat him. And, I mean, that was a tough match and worn down. And you wondered how he'd bounce back. And to come back and take third, he did good because there's so much to that in this sport. You see some kids just lose their first match, and then it's downhill from there. So props to Hoy. He handled it well and bounced back and won after that loss because the kid from California was a stud. He's stud. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, Xavier has been uh, itching for us to answer this question. It's one we've talked about in, in past episodes, but it's good to bring up again. He wants to know, is it worth having multiple state divisions? Basically, uh, Xavier wants to know, is it better to have an all classification, you know, winner take all, kind of like the girls do right now, right, where it's all classifications compete together? Or is it good the way we split it up, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A? Al, I always defer to you first because California does the, you know, everybody's all in the same pot. So I'll defer to you on this. For the fan, the one division is great because you get to see all these ultra mega matches in state. 
for the for the coach and for the team, I like the divisions because at the end of the day, statistically, I've looked at both spectrums. Um, having divisions doesn't hamper kids going to college. We still have a lot of kids going to Division One, Two, NAIA, whether division. So the best kids will rise to the cream. So I like the divisions. Just creates more opportunity for kids to excel at a higher level. Because I can't tell you how many studs, like that guitarist kid, even though he's as good as, he may go 0-2 at California State. There's no guarantee, right? right. That's how tough it is because every match comes down to that wire. It's that tight. So um, at the end of the day, I like the divisions. Okay. Uh, Billy and Chelsea say all class. Of course, they, you know, on, in the girls wrestling, what they follow uh, is all class. Amy says all classifications. Okay. If you are in favor of just one big open classification, hit the like button right now. I want to see how many people in the chat are actually in favor of this. It'll be kind of a, a straw poll as it were. So if you're in favor of the all classification formatted state, hit that like button. We'll see how many people get to chime in. Brian, what's, what are your thoughts on this? Having the classification split up versus just an open division. You know, I, I can see the benefits of both. I like having it split up because of the opportunity, the numbers, uh, you know, for a team to come out and win it. But what I would like to see is after that, you take the top four placers from all the classes and have a, you know, a super state the following weekend would be, a, you know, not a huge bracket, 16 man bracket, something like that, and have just a super state. I think that would be a lot of fun and, and it really get the fans out. But I really like the classifications as well. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just tradition and the opportunity it presents. A lot of fun that way. Mm -hmm. You would add that a sports sponsor plus there six let's, let's instead get of this. just plus two. You get plus six. You know, yeah, there could be a lot. So, so in California, in some of the sections, you got three weeks to get the state, and you got like multiple tournaments where forty man brackets. So it's you got nine. It's brutally tough. Injuries and all kinds of stuff just to get once you get the state. It's 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 just tough. It's um, like you said, the divisions create opportunity, but the cream will rise to the top regardless. So I like the more opportunity. All right, now this this idea of a super state is really picking up steam in the chat here, guys. Renee says I would like to see a super state, sixteen man. Zach says, yeah, I like the multiple classes, but I would like to see an all star who's number one. Right. Sam says, yeah, split them up, and then the winners wrestle. Uh, Daniel says all class invite only from division placers. I would make sure Paul makes it anywhere he would need to be. So that's, that's kind of the big thing is Brian, the IHSAA is never going to sign off on this. This is something we would have to do kind of off grid. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you know, uh, a few years back, they actually tried that. I think USA Idaho wrestling sponsored a, you know, it was an in-season all-star classic which was fun to watch. You know, they had some of the best, but you still don't get a true picture that way. So, but, but I, we, we could pull it off, we organize a super state and find a for, you know, the, I, the uh, mountain America center in Idaho falls would be a great place to host somewhere like that, the seating. And, you know, it's not a huge tournament. So we'll, we'll start putting that together. <laughs> yes. How would we do it, Brian? I mean, you go to districts, you go to state. So it'd be like districts state would be like a section. Then you go to the mega state. So, I mean, who would get, I mean, what would the bracket be? 16, 16 man bracket. Yeah. I mean, I think that's cause you got I, four classes really. There's just, yeah. you know, two A, one A's combined. So I think that would work perfect. You just take the top four from each bracket, make a 16 man bracket 
it wouldn't be a super long tournament, but you get to see some some fire matches, and I think the, the fans would love it. So, you know, I, I think it's a possible, it's it's a, conceptually it's possible. That's what we saw with 132s at Raleigh was sort of like a mega state. Yep. Yeah, this is really picking up steam, guys. Bruce says, yeah, tough question, but I would love to see you super state. Coach Nider says, keep the classifications and add a super state. Mike says, super state. Shay says, super state. You're going to get credit for this, Brian. I like Brian's ideas. <laughs> I wish it was mine, but. <laughs> um, how about this? Uh, Zach says we could make it a fundraiser for Team Idaho Wrestling now. What do you think? Let's do it. <laughs> Xavier's in. He says Super State. He's the one who asked the original Xavier question. Xavier knows because that guy went to the Super State. <laughs> That's right. Uh, HA says, I think the different classes are key to growing the sport. That's why these Raleigh Lane type tournaments are so fun to watch, though. You get a glimpse of what it would be like for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And you were that's what you said, Al. That's uh, spot on. <laughs> Zach says, I'll come, I'll come blow the whistle for free. All right. <laughs> you look at you look at states, they have 12, 15 placers. At Raleigh, the most placers were five. Minico. Top 10, the average was three or four. Some had two. That's it. That's what it's like. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's in agreement here. Super state. Um, and, and I guess, you know, um, after the season is over again, I'm trying not to talk too much basketball, but they do have a statewide all-star, you know, basketball games. They do up here in Coeur d'Alene where I live and that's not affiliated with the IHSAA at all. So we could, we could totally do this, right? Absolutely. Okay. And we have officials for free. It looks like Renee commented heat. So we're, we're on our way. We got a couple of officials <laughs> ready to go. I mean, <laughs> yes. oh, the gem classic. You yeah. could pull the brother card. Got Brock. There, there you go. <laughs> it's rolling now. Rotated amongst the, uh, rotated amongst the different venues as well. There you go. Yep. That would be cool. Um, Billy and Chelsea want to know how many placers. I think we all said top four, right? Top yep. four from each classification. Makes I personally right. think Raleigh Lane should be top eight. I mean, we have 64. It'd be yeah. nice to have top eight there. That would be fun. Yeah, for sure. Billy and Chelsea, wrestlers don't like basketball, real men. <laughs> I know, I know. I just got to, you know, every once in a while, got to compare to other sports and compare what they're doing. Contrast. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Coach Snyder says uh, top four from each classification and build a super state. You have to wrestle the weight you wrestled at at state, though. You know, let's do it. Let's would do we? It. Would we have weigh-ins, Brian? I, I think we'd have to have weigh-in. Some of we those kids to. are cutting 15 pounds. So <laughs> that, that's a problem, getting, getting anybody to want to make weight a week or two weeks after state. <laughs> you got to have plus six. Yeah. <laughs> that's still tough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Lively discussion. It would be very cool to see this get put together. Of course, we're just kind of spitballing here. Nothing official is happening, folks, but. You know, if it's something you're really passionate about, you know, get in touch with your, you know, uh, wrestling representatives and, and, and we can see. Um, just send emails to Al repeatedly. <laughs> Me? Yeah, just Brent. flood, flood Al. He'll make it happen. I'll give Brent. you the old, old email. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and of course, you know, if anybody ever does have, you know, uh, info they want to send in or, you know, stories or, highlights or anything my email address is listed right here brandon at idahosports.com you can always uh send me uh an email um for sure uh becky's on board she says that would be awesome to add to idaho high school wrestling so um 
Xavier also wants to know what about if you took each state champ from each state and made a national championship? Al, that'd be a little diff- more difficult to pull off, but that's what they call the NHSCA. They already do that. Yep. Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, and for- yeah. Fargo, which Idaho just won. So, <clears throat> uh, okay. Tiffany and Brian want to know. Uh, curious on your guys' thoughts on refing at Raleigh. I honestly think refing is also getting better in the state. Good job, folks. Uh, Brian, I'll defer to you on this one, but uh, the rising tide lifts all boats here, right? Absolutely. You know, I've noticed the same thing. I think the refing is getting better. I, I, I attend our ref meetings, the regional meetings, and, you know, they have them consistently, the training, the, uh, um, what do you call it, the, you got people walking around judging the refs. Um, so I think absolutely for the most part, it was pretty good. Some of the best I've seen. So, mm-hmm. you know, good job Idaho and these, these officials keep it up. And it's a group of guys that don't get a lot of credit and they get a lot of, a lot of hate sent their way. So good comment. And that's fun to see. And I totally agree. I think the officiating is getting much better throughout the state. I agree with you, Brian, because I can't recall one match having some kind of major protest. Yeah at the Raleigh. I mean, it went through smooth. There was hardly any injuries that I remember. So yeah, I agree with you. It was overall looked pretty good. Great officiating. Yep. I agree. It's, it's been on point uh, so far this year. Um, We did have another question here. Daniel wanted to post to the, to the group. What is the toughest weight in the state just overall? And then maybe each classification, Jacob, you got one right off the top of your head that jumps out. Probably 132. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that one's so hard. Mm-hmm. 113, maybe. Jeremiah Gonzalez is a two-time champ. One time, I don't know, maybe he's only a one-time champ. He only took six at Raleigh. Not only took six at Raleigh, but he's my favorite to win 5A and took, took two losses. I think two 5A kids or a 4A and a 5A and yeah 32 and, that's i'm going 32 but i need more time <laughs> okay no no that's all right we got lots of people in the, in the chat uh chiming in with their answers hey real quick renee wanted to say moving away from idaho for three years i can definitely tell the difference in officiating yeah for sure um okay shay says 120 126 or 132 brian that's what i was going to say was 120 that was going to be my yeah i mean 120 is definitely solid draven johns from caldwell had a good tournament the, the fruitland kid looked great and, and a lot of kids. Oh, that, Ailman, yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. solid. Yeah, he looked. Is really Draven good. a true twenty though? Four pounds. All right, yeah, that four pounds could make a difference, but yep. you know, twenty six is definitely solid. And, and thirty eight. I mean, obviously, that gave us Exford and Burton's match. Uh, yep. You know, there are so many solid weights. It's hard to say what you know what the best. And some of the upper weights um, as well. We we just have studs all around heavyweight. You know, Shiloh Jones and Aiden McGinnis. Idaho's always produced some good heavyweights. So didn't, you could. Didn't the say, Eagle Kid pin, pin McGinnis? He pinned them, but, uh, but um, McGinnis came back, won like five more in a row, and then ended up coming back and beating them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of depth there. There is. Yeah. Yeah. More people weighing in here uh, in the chat. Uh, Mike says 145 was insane. Becky says 132 for sure. I like the confidence here from uh, Matt Matthew from Post Falls. He says 152 is for 5A, and then he also said any weight that the Hamilton boys are in. 
they they both look good. I mean, you know, I saw a couple of the 106 pound match. Was it 106 or 98? Yeah. Um, with Hamilton, was that that was 106? And he, I mean, he looked good. Freshman there, should balled out. So, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, and and we're talking we're talking about. I got uh, it now. You got your answer, Jacob. Fifty-two. Martino, because he's most likely, he was plus four. Uh, Mackenzie, Mara. Uh, I keep going, but just yeah. you start getting up there. Yeah. Uh, Steven. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton, right, Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kid from uh, Priest River. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag. Right. Yeah. There's uh, Hannah from Madison. That yeah. gives a tilt right. machine still. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, good reminder here from Steven. A lot of kids not wrestling their season long weights at Raleigh. Four pounds yeah. is a lot there in that, you know, plus minus. So it, 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 it Yep. Um, Sam says 106. That's his vote. Lynn says 160 till Trey Smith had his injury. Might change the calculus there. Um, yeah. And now yeah, we're. Well- 160, you had Gunderson and Blanford's, you know, second and state champs, you know, fourth and fifth, Trey Smith post at sixth. I mean, that you could make an argument. Daniels from McCall won it. I mean, you could make a case. That's a pretty strong weight. 60s was tough. Yeah. Cause what well, the kid's second was from Gonzaga, mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah. That way it was tough. Yeah. Low from not a few. Riker Gibson. Yeah. Right. True. There, yeah. True. Yeah, you throw in the Buell stuff. Yep. That's that's a solid weight for sure. Yeah, it's some pretty uh, good weights. Uh, Ryan loves the Priest River shout out. <laughs> Priest yeah. River, yes. Um, apparently, Trey Smith had surgery today. Trey, we're thinking of you for sure. His, hopefully, his knee looked pretty rough. I, he just walked by, and that that did not look good. So, yeah, oh, speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, vote from Jeremy 145. Uh, John says 195 at 195. How about Max Osmond taking out the top seeded Oregon State champ Echeverria in overtime in the semifinals? Jake, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, well, that good. way was tough because I mean, you got what uh, Hood from Fruitland won it, Osmond second, the Hillsboro kid that you just mentioned, and another Oregon kid was fourth. Soner Craney from Minico was fifth, and then Sorensen from Bonneville was sixth, who was fifth at state. So, yeah, that way was pretty solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gooley was down in Doc B, so there's another one. Yeah, there's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, shout outs here uh, 152 from Madison. Um, Mad- Madison has two great heavyweights as well. Yeah, they had the Solace Kid place, and uh, uh, Wither kid, you know, had a tough tournament, but they're solid at heavy for sure. Yeah. Uh, Becky wants to give a shout out to freshman Brock Armstrong. He'll be one to watch at 152. Um, let's see. I want to make sure I didn't skip over anything. Oh, here's here's one for you, Al, from Coach Snyder. Hey, Al, is the M on your hat for the Michigan Wolverines who just won the <laughs> National Football Championship? Go blue. It can if you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were giving that to the champ of the uh, battle for the M, and I think Minico won that. I heard so. Uh... Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was that was going to be my next question. Was who won that big battle of the M Trophy? It was Minico? Mouse, right? It was what Minico, Middleton, and Meridian, right, Brian? Yeah, I don't know who won. In Madison, Mid- Mid- or Madison, Middleton, yeah. Madison, and, and Minico won it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They get that cool M Trophy. That's that's cool. <laughs> that's a good idea for sure. I like that. Um, and and we did have an Idaho kid, you know, playing tight end for that Michigan yeah, team. That was, that was fun to see Dublin. him. Gooding, yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, uh, Kendall Sage getting a shout out here from Jacqueline, and also Anthony wants to highlight three SRV boys. One at Raleigh. That's the Snake River Valley Conference over in District Three. Al. Wow, that's uh, Class Three A there. Three A, Three A champs. Yep. Uh, Billy and Chelsea say shout out to all the freshman champs: Allie, Roxy, Kiana, and of course, go Taylor Brown. Way to make your parents proud. Some good freshman girls. I mean, that that was fun to watch. Impressed. Both both outstanding wrestlers. We already talked about Kiana, but Roxy and uh, Allie also not named the outstanding girl wrestlers for the light middleweights there. Freshman, that was impressive. Yep, for sure. Uh, guys, we were talking about the Super State, and um, uh, somebody said in the chat, Paul, that's that's our boss here at Idaho Sports HQ, right? Paul, Paul Kingsbury. Uh, you know, Paul will do whatever it takes to make it happen. Paul says, yes, super state. I'm all in for Idaho sports is sponsored, but Brandon would need to take a pay cut. <laughs> I don't know about that guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like we it. almost make sacrifices. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> um, his other stipulation, Al, is that Todd Katie and his crew would have to run it from Columbia. Of course they, they run do a Raleigh good Lane. job. They yeah. do a good job. We'll make it a one-day tournament, 16, 16 man bracket. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, guys, let's really quickly preview what's coming up this week. H.A. wants to know, what do we have going on this week other than River City duels in Post Falls? Al, you're, you coach at Rocky Mountain. You guys are going to Parma, you said. Parma, yes. Yeah, that's all, <laughs> I, that's all I know. I've never been to that tournament. I mean, the time I've been here. So, yeah, they're good. varsity team is going to go to Parma, two-day wow. tournament. Is that a dual tournament? Is Padilla a dual tournament? Okay. And I think they have, you know, looks like about 16 teams going to Padilla, so it should be a solid tournament. And Like Jacob said, we're we're headed to Madison, and I think I saw they have about 35 teams scheduled to be there and 33 in the girls' tournament, so they'll have full three gyms running, so that's a good tournament. Yep. Um, It looks like Mike says Madison Invitational, which Jacob was talking about. I think Wendell. Yep, Magic Valley Classic. That's yep. where looks like Soda Springs might be going there. The, the Jaybird, that's a big one for the girls. That's a, yes. they're probably Columbia, 50 right? there. Yep, yep, yep. And that's yeah. uh, does Columbia host that as well, Al Jaybird? Yes, yeah, Coach Katie. That's incredible. That's a good job. And uh, I know the last couple of years the numbers have been increasing at that uh, upper trajectory. So be interested to see how many girls uh, wrestle this year. Mm-hmm. I, th- I can't recall. I think they had over three or 400 last year. If someone can correct me, I'd love to hear it, but maybe they'll be up in the five or 600. We'll see. I don't know. That's incredible. How about this try match guys? Steven says uh, Blackfoot, Minico and Jerome tomorrow. If the weather holds, that'd be well, that, pretty good. Yeah. That'd be a great try meet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope the weather holds <laughs> good matchups there. My yeah. drive home was nasty. So, and that's in pokey. So, <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, it's it's coming, people. I, I really hope the weather doesn't wipe out, you know. And I, I think Bonneville's at that too. I think it's a quad. 
where they both wrestle two teams, if I remember right. Bonneville's going to that as well. So cool. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Where else are you guys gonna be at here? Jaybird, Nancy says. Yep, the Jaybird. Um okay, a couple of quick questions here before we wrap up, guys. Uh, we were talking about I would have to take a pay cut for Idaho Sports to, to sponsor the Super State tournament. Um Billy and Chelsea said, uh, keep talking basketball. They're going to vote for that pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need a, we need like a swear jar. And every time I mention basketball or something, kryptonite. we'll put a quarter in the swear jar. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh man. Uh, Tom says century marsh Valley and Hillcrest getting together tomorrow. That'll be a fun one too there. Jacob that would be. I don't think Morris is wrestling, so that's, um, the, that's the best match of the night, probably, and I don't think he's wrestling. Okay. We will see. Um, Ryan says the Rockwell Rumble for Moho oh, Mountain Home. That's another great tournament. That'll be that'll be the fun Rumble. to see. Mountain Home does. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I did see one more here. Anthony said a couple of Idaho teams going to Spring Creek. That's in Nevada, Al. Mm -hmm. Yep. That'll be interesting to see how they stack up there. Um, Alfonso says, shout out to the Hummel girl from Rigby. Dislocated her shoulder, got to put back in on the mat just to get it popped back out before she hung it up. Tough, tough girl, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I talked to her dad at Raleigh Lane. He's the head coach for Rigby, and, uh, you know, that's, that's tough to see, and she is a tough girl. Props to her, and hopefully she can get healed. Yeah, for sure. Um, Destiny said, "Yeah, Mountain Home is headed to Utah as well." Um, and last last question here, guys, before we we wrap up the show tonight, because we usually go about an hour here. Uh, Jacqueline says, "I didn't see the rankings last week. What happened? Is there going to be one this week?" So what happened is last week with the rankings, we decided that since Raleigh Lane was coming up, a lot of our opinions and impressions were probably going to change, and so we thought it better to play it safe and wait. Raleigh Lane to take place, and then we could give you a more accurate picture. So, yes, rankings will be back this week. Plus, it was a short week with the holiday and all that good stuff. So, yes, rankings will be back this week. So, stay tuned to IdahoSports.com. I gotta um, say, the, you know, the girls' team rankings for for the limited data we had, those turned out pretty good. If you look at Raleigh, you had Thunder Ridge, Canyon Ridge, and Skyline, the top three teams. So, pretty good, pretty good call on the girls' team rankings for the the data that we had. So, mm -hmm. good work. Yep, for sure. And that's what Zach says. Something right, right? <laughs> <laughs> Zach says, can we see some power rankings? Let's seed this Super State. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the rankings back out this week. Becky wants to know, hey, can we host Super State at the U of I Kibbe Dome? I, sure. I to be in the rotation. I used to love when State was up there. And, well, you know, we talked about this in the past, Brian, that uh, State moved away from the Kibbe Dome in Moscow because U of I hosts a big jazz fest every winter, and it was always on the same weekend. But I've been told that the jazz fest has moved off of that weekend. So I think we, right. I think we could see State back, back in Moscow. In rotation, you know, yeah. I'd be all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Al, we got to get you up to the to the Kibbe Dome. It's it's a cool venue up there. Yeah, Great White North, right? That's right. Great white North. No doubt. 
Uh, Xavier says nobody's a jazz fan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, big X. (laughs) Great kid, man. Great kid. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, we'll end it there before we, uh, you know, offend any more uh, jazz enthusiasts here on the Mad Chat Prepcast. (laughs) Hey, big thanks to everybody that tuned in tonight. Uh, to, to chip in with the conversation. This is what we do it for, uh, the wrestling diehards, the wrestling community. One last request before we sign off, before you duck out, if you could hit that like button and then share this once again, it'll help everybody that wasn't able to watch this live find it a little easier later tonight or tomorrow or or even Thursday or Friday. So if you hit that like button and then share this when it's all said and done, um, it'll help everybody else find it a little bit easier. But uh, Al... As always, thank you for hopping on. Good luck in Parma this weekend. Thank you. And I just want to shout out to all the parents. I met a lot of parents at Raleigh this weekend. Thank you for your uh, uh, kind comments. I love Idaho wrestling. Blessed to be here. Thank you. Jacob, I know you were busy tonight. You had your little guy occupied. He did great. <laughs> he, it was all him. All him. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Brian, as always, thanks for hopping on. Always fun. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Lots to talk about again. Yes, no All doubt right. about Break it. Break out the shovels. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be shoveling the snow tomorrow. Wrestlers, we'll make those tournaments. That's right. Hey, if the, if those wrestlers are stuck inside, they can get their workout shoveling driveways for Shovel, everybody yeah, in the neighborhood. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Keep those muscles in shape. So, all right. Thanks for tuning into the Idaho Mad Chat Prepcast, everybody. If you are traveling, please get there safely. It's going to be really nasty weather this weekend. And uh, we'll see you all back here again next Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Mountain, 7 o'clock Pacific for the IdahoSports.com Mad Chat Prepcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.